Well, hello there, friend, and welcome back to the Unfuck Your Biz with Brayden podcast, a show for creatives to encourage and inspire through actionable legal, tax, and financial topics. I'm Brayden Drake, an author, lawyer, tax pro, and educator. If you are ready to get your legal and tax shit legit and financial life in order, you, my friends, are in the right place. So very excited because today I'm going to be talking about the tax season playbook. Now, the playbook is both the thing that I've created and I'm going to be offering for purchase to help you tackle tax season, but it's also a process. So I'm going to talk about the process in general, and then I'm going to tell you more about the program. So when it comes to tax season, there are some things that we generally have to do, right? If you're in the U.S., which is primarily my entire audience, that's what we're talking about. We got to file our federal income taxes. That's the big thing, right? We got to file our taxes for the IRS. Um, If you've been employed in the past, you know how that works from a traditional employer-employee standpoint. You get your W-2, you file your taxes, you hope that you get a refund, end of story, right? When we're self-employed, it's a little bit more scary, a little bit less fun. We don't typically expect to get a refund when we're self-employed. Once you start to make a particular amount of money, you're going to start to owe taxes potentially if you're not paying them quarterly like we all should be, right? So not all that exciting. I know my first couple of years in business, I was like shitting bricks when it was time to do my taxes. I don't really like that phrase. I should have eliminated that one. Uh, But you get the picture. Not very much fun. But once we get our systems up and running and we start to really do the things on a daily, weekly, monthly basis that we should be doing, it doesn't have to be all that complicated, all that terrifying. So this is this is the playbook. This is the process, okay? Once tax season rolls around, it really starts in January, right? Because in January, we have to file our 1099s. And I talked about that a few episodes ago, and I talked about that specifically in January because they're typically due by January 31st. So if you haven't already sent your 1099s, if you do owe them, you should go listen to that podcast episode and read my blog post, okay? You will end up paying late penalties if you have to do it now, but better late than never, never because the penalties just increase each month that they are late, and that's no good. So we have to start by doing our 1099s. Then we have to make sure that our bookkeeping is wrapped up, okay? So we're talking about last year's taxes, of course, because it's 2022 right now. We are talking about filing 2021 taxes, which means that our bookkeeping from January 1st, 2022 to December 31st, 2022 needs to be all wrapped up and nice and tidy, regardless of what system you use, whether you use a spreadsheet, pen and paper, which I don't recommend, or software, you need to have a profit and loss statement, a summary of your income and your expenses. So that is typically what takes the longest, doing your bookkeeping and then actually filing the return. But before you file your return, you need to gather all of your documents. So if you're expecting to receive 1099s, you should have all of those. If you have a W-2, you need that. If your spouse has a W-2, you for sure need that. And there's other documents as well, okay? So Lots of 1099 type documents. And in the tax season playbook, I'm going to have a list of these. So you don't have to like necessarily know all of them. But my general rule of thumb and what I always tell everyone is to keep a folder, uh, like a manila filing folder next to your front door or wherever you collect your mail. Okay, ours is on our coffee table. 
and put any tax document you get in the mail straight in the folder. You don't really need to worry about it, stress out about it, anything like that until you're actually ready to file your tax return. And I never recommend filing your return earlier than March. The reason why is most of these informational documents you're going to be getting in the mail are required to be sent out by the end of January. Sometimes they are delayed which means that you might not get them in your mailbox until mid to late February, sometimes even early March. And if you file your tax return before you receive these documents, that's a problem because now you need to amend your tax return, which is kind of complicated. And then you got to like print it and mail it in your tax return. You have to mail it rather than electronically file it if you're amending. And we don't want to have to do that. So don't get too eager. Don't get too excited and try to do your tax return like the first week of February. It sounds like a good idea, right? Because we're being proactive, but it might be too soon, okay? So take your time and gather your documents. Once you have all your documents in your bookkeeping done, then you can file your tax return. Now, of course, many of you are gonna have tax repairs. That's fabulous. Um, tax returns, people often ask me if they should be doing their own tax returns. And for me, it's a big, it depends, right? So it's definitely harder to do than some things that you can definitely DIY. But if your taxes are relatively uncomplicated, it's not that difficult. And you'll notice a lot of tax professionals are going to really, really hype up tax prep services. They're going to say you should never do it on your own. I don't really agree with them. If you have a small business, you're making like under $100,000 and you have relatively simple bookkeeping, you know, you, you get 20, 30, 40 clients a year. They pay you, you capture all of that. You have relatively simple expenses. You're paying for all the normal software, whatever marketing expenses. You're going to track that. You track that. You put it on your DIY tax software, TurboTax, H&R Block, whatever. They walk you through all the steps with a series of questions, okay? They also are going to walk you through all of the other steps for any specific or special tax scenarios, like their earned income credit, or in California, we have a very specific credit that renters can get, all this kind of stuff. You don't need to worry yourself about knowing all of those things, if you're going through this tax software and you're reading all of the prompts, that's the key, you're reading all of the prompts and answering them diligently, then you can do your own return, all right? Can paying a tax repair help you maximize your deductions? Sometimes, if, they're, if you're gonna miss something, but not something that I'm typically too worried about. Now, where this changes is if you have a partnership you need to hire a tax repairer to do your partnership return. If you have an S-Corp, you need to hire a tax repairer to do your S-Corp tax return because those business returns, partnerships and S-Corps have to file business returns by March 15th, and it's a separate type of tax return that a lot of DIY software actually cannot handle. They just don't have it coded or whatever to do those types of tax returns. So you probably want to hire a tax repairer to do that. If you're going to hire them to do that, usually you can just lump on your personal tax return for not that much more money. All right. But if you are a sole proprietor or a single member LLC, which is probably about 70% of you, if I had a guess listening to this podcast, maybe even more, then you can probably do your own tax return just fine. Assuming that you, you don't have a spouse with a really complicated business. You don't have like a lot of rental property. You're not dealing with a ton of investments. And when I say investments, I'm talking about like regularly buying and selling investments, okay? If you just have a retirement account or, you know, every month you put $200 into the stock market and you're not regularly selling that, that's not complicated because you actually likely don't have anything to report on your taxes until you're selling the stock. If you are trading crypto every other day, like buying it, selling it, 
investing and all sorts of other stuff, then your taxes are a little bit more complicated. But typically what I see is we have a small business, we're making, you know, 10,000, 50,000, a hundred thousand dollars. We have our expenses. We're on a schedule C because we're a single member LLC. That's not complicated. Maybe we have a spouse that gets a W-2, pretty uncomplicated. That's the scenario for me and my husband. I actually have an S corp now, but that was my scenario for like three years. Not all that, not all that difficult to do our own tax return. So we file our return, we go through that process. And then if we owe any tax, we pay the tax, right? If we have a balance, we need to pay the tax. Hopefully we've been paying quarterly so we don't end up owing a bunch. And this is something people get confused on a lot. This is how it works on your tax return, okay? What you do is you're gonna do all of your tax return, all right? You're gonna put in your business income. And if you do your business income first, it's gonna be really scary because if you put $100,000 of income, there's going to be a little meter on the side of your tax return that says tax owed $20,000. Holy shit, I know. But then as you put in your business deductions, I put in a $5,000 deduction for this and a $2,000 deduction for this, the tax balance is going to go down and down and down and down, okay, as you put in your deductions. If you start by putting in like a W-2, it might show a refund and then that refund is going to dwindle when you put your income in, that's how it works. So don't let the little meter on the side of your tax return freak you out too much until you're almost done with your return. So that's how that will work. And then um, what happens is let's say you put in all of your information and it shows tax owed, it shows tax owed $10,000, but you made four $2,000 quarterly tax payments. So that's $8,000 during the year. There's going to be a section for taxes paid and it's going to ask, did you pay any taxes this year? and any estimated taxes, right? Because if you put in a W-2, it's already taken that into account. So you'll say yes, and it will ask you, well, how much did you pay and when did you pay it? You put in the payments along with the dates, and then it's going to subtract all of that. So you had a $10,000 tax balance. You say, I paid $8,000 in quarterlies, and now it should should show a tax balance of $2,000. And that's how much you would owe. Now, this is also how they calculate penalties for failure to pay quarterly taxes. So if you had that $10,000 tax balance and you paid no quarterlies, you probably are going to owe some penalties. And those penalties are likely already lumped into that little tax balance on the side. That's why a lot of people don't realize they pay tax penalties because they're just lumped in. They don't pay attention to them. So that's how all that works. You're going to get your balance. And then once you get your balance, if you end up owing, you can hopefully just pay it. I know when I file, I think last year I owed a couple thousand dollars and they asked like, when do you expect to pay this by? And I think I put in like a month, like a month later, right? So we filed like mid-March. I said, I'll have it paid off by the end of April. Not a problem. Um, You typically just have it to have it paid off like by the tax deadline. So I probably said I'd have it paid by April 15th. Anyway, semantics at this point. So you do that. If need be, if you have a big tax balance, then you can always set up an installment agreement. Now, we hope that doesn't happen, but it's kind of your worst case scenario. You end up owing more than you can afford to pay. You set up an installment agreement. But then it's very important that you also are paying quarterly taxes because we don't want you just focusing on last year's taxes and getting behind on this year's taxes. That's what puts you on what I call the OSHA cycle. We want to prevent that. So that is our general process. How can I help you with this process? Well, it's through a new kind of, I was going to call it a challenge. I guess now it's more of a course. It doesn't really matter what we call it. I titled it the Tax Season Playbook. I thought it would be like kind of a fun image. I had my graphic designer make a fun little graphic with X's and O's on it. Lots of fun puns that we can use for that. 
And it's going to be a three-week-long program, and it's pretty straightforward. So in week number one, we're going to be organized all organizing your documents, learning about tax deductions, week number two, doing your bookkeeping, and then week number three, filing your tax return. And I kind of, this has been an evolution over the past several years. So my second year in business, I got this wild idea just to host like a co-working workshop where everyone would bring their computers and they would do their tax returns. And I think I charge $50 for this. So you could buy a ticket for $50 and I bought like, I bought some pizzas is really fun. We had, I did like three of them when we had like five people come to each one. And I would have a kind of, I, I think like a, not a projector. It doesn't matter. Like a s- slides. You could see the slides, right? And I was walking you through first you do this and then we pause and everyone does that. And then you do this, you get the picture. Everyone does their tax return and they actually file it during the tax filing party. So I did that. It went really well. The next year we did it virtually, which was more convenient for a lot of people because it's like everyone wants to do their tax return in sweatpants anyway. Why are we doing this in person? So we did it virtual. And I was thinking about bringing it back um, this year, but I decided to combine it with the tax challenge that I did last year or two years ago, 2020. I did a tax challenge, which was really to help you get ready for tax season. Now, my original intent was that we would do kind of the tax challenge and then the tax filing party would just be in my membership. So the idea was at the end of the challenge, you would join my membership. I decided just to combine it all into the playbook. Um, So it's, I think, kind of a killer value. It's going to be $50 for you to join this three-week program. And we're going to go, you know, kind of from A to Z, getting you organized and getting your tax return filed. Now, if you're in the camp of you're definitely going to have a tax repair, that's fine. You can still do the playbook if you want. You can join us. Just knowing that for you, our goal is to get all of your documents clean and tidy and organized for you then to take it to your tax repair. Your tax repair is going to love you for that. And it's going to make your life a lot easier. Now, if you already have a bookkeeper, you probably don't need the tax season playbook because your bookkeeper is going to do all the organizing. Your tax repair is going to do all of the filing. So that is how it will work. Um, Pretty straightforward. Um, I've talked about who it's for, who it's not for. I think I covered that, covered all of my my bases here I had in my notes. If you want all the information, you can go to www.bradendrake.com forward slash playbook. I'm going to officially launch this, though, on Monday, uh, Valentine's Day. Monday, February 14th is when sign-up will be available, so you can go check it out now. But if you're on my email list, you'll get all the information on Monday to get signed up. Now, why am I waiting until Monday to sign up? Well, it's because I'm going to do this in unison with Renee Dallo, if you know her, with her fabulous Profitable Pro Bundle that she does uh, every year. Renee asked me to be in the bundle, and I thought I'd kind of kill two birds with one stone here and um, offer the playbook in the bundle. And if you're not familiar with this bundle, it's for wedding professionals. I have a lot of people who listen to the podcast who are wedding professionals. So if that applies to you, then you can join the Profitable Pro Bundle for $97, and you'll get access to the playbook along with... Um, I don't know how many participants Renee has this year, but last time it was like 30 other programs, okay? Great thing is, if you only want five of those programs, great, you can take them. If you're not a wedding professional, you can still check out the bundle. There might be, like last time there was a Canva course, an Instagram course. It might not be directly related to your niche, but you can still buy it. 
But if you're like, no, Brayden, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with any of that bundle business. That's okay. You can just join the playbook. And that's why I'm doing both of these at the same time. Now it's, it's probably makes it sound a little bit more confusing, but it's a lot easier on our end. So on Monday, I'll send out an email. It will say, hey, if you want the playbook, click here. Hey, if you want the playbook as part of the bundle, click over here. And those will be your two options. So $50 for the playbook or for 47 more dollars, you get the playbook along with all the other resources in the bundle. If you have any questions in anticipation of the tax season playbook, feel free to uh, DM me on Instagram. Uh, as always, if you enjoyed the podcast episode, don't forget to um, subscribe. And also, I would love, love, love for you to share this episode or to the podcast generally on your social media. My really big goal, one of my really big goals for 2022 is to grow our monthly downloads of the Unfuck Your Biz with Braden podcast. And the easiest way for us to grow is for you to share the show if you're enjoying it. So that's all for today. I wish you the best and I'll be back in your podcast app app next Thursday. Have a good one. Hey there, before you go, I wanted to give a quick thanks. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. If you loved it, I would love for you to take a screenshot of the episode or snap a quick selfie while you are listening. Share it on social and give me a tag. It'll help other kick-ass entrepreneurs like yourself find the show. That's it for today. I'll be back soon with a new episode. Meanwhile, let's roll up our sleeves and unfuck that biz.